We are headed towards the weekend, and Dick Beardsley joins us to give us some good tips for weekend angling. Sometimes you got to think out of the box. If the walls aren't going, maybe the bass will go. If the bass aren't going, who knows? Like the other day with the kids, maybe the walleyes will go. And, and at some point, you know, if the fishing's slow, you can always find some bluegills uh, somewhere on most of the lake. So, you know, don't get stuck into one particular species. If you're looking for action, be willing to uh, fish for other things also. Much more with Dick Beardsley to come on FPBC. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. Day after afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting on the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we're going fishing on Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, it's great to check in with our good friend Dick Beardsley at Dick Beardsley's Guide Service today as we head to another weekend. And I know, Dick, you're, you're up a little bit north today. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And you were over in Grand Rapids, but I, I'm assuming you've been on Bemidji fairly recently, right? Yeah, and uh, I tell you, Kev, the, uh, the walleye tournament coming up on Saturday for all the guys and gals out there, I tell you, I think they're hitting the lake at a good, really a, about a perfect time because this past week now with those water temperatures finally on the area lakes, including Lake Bemidji, are up into the low to mid-60s, even some of the upper 60s now in some of the shallower lakes. And I tell you, Cal, switch was flipped, and the, the walleye bite has been really, really good this past week on Bemidji area lakes, including Lake Bemidji. Well, you know, the, we knew that water uh, was going to warm up the way it's been weather-wise lately, and it was only a matter of time. And, you know, really into June, that is uh, that is an ideal time to fish Lake Bemidji. It seems to be kind of the month that it really gets going. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, up to this past week, you know, we were on Bemidji quite a bit on guide trips, and, you know, you, you had to work for them, which isn't such a bad thing either. But now it's, I mean, now... When you get out there now, you're going to catch some, some numbers of nice fish. So uh, it makes everybody uh, a little happier, that's for sure. <laughs> well, yes, and, and uh, by the way, are you fishing the tournament? No, my wife, Joe, we fished the last year, and, and uh, she decided she didn't want to fish it again this year. She's not a real big walleye fisherman, but she's going to be down there volunteering. Uh, and she's going to be the one updating the, the scoreboard and stuff tomorrow afternoon or on Saturday afternoon. So, uh, She's looking forward to that, and um, I'll be out on a guy trip, but I'll, uh, I'll be wishing and hoping everybody does real well tomorrow, and I think they will. The water's looking pretty good. Maybe a little windy, but other than that, um, should be a good day to be out there on the water. What are the shot, the chances, of course, uh, of getting the big fish, which you need to get two of usually to win this tournament? Yeah, that's right. I I think it's, uh, it's boating pretty darn good. You know, a lot of the fish now in the last... Uh, few days now and started to, to move out under their summer areas so they're, they're a little easier to uh, to kind of pattern now once they start getting on those summer haunts but saying that sometimes you gotta think out of the box i was on a guide trip uh, over in grand rapids yesterday on sugar lake which i don't normally get this far east but there was a conference going on and they asked me to take some folks out on uh, sugar lake the lake is super clear you can see 15 to 20 feet so you want the anglers out there, think out of the box. We're out there from 
afternoon. There's hardly any wind. There's not a cloud in the sky. And we were catching walleyes in about seven, eight foot of water cow, pitching jigs right up onto the edge of the bulrushes where it dropped off into deeper water. So you just never know where those darn fish are going to be, but that's uh, kind of the fun of it, trying to figure them out. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, because I know you are a jig and minnow guy, and you will do that as long as you possibly can, and it sounds like you can still make that happen. Yeah, you know, we're still able to get spot tail shiners, but, you know, probably not many more days of getting spot tails, and then we'll be switched over to hopefully golden shiners and uh, some rainbows, and, and then fatheads work really, really well, too, but you're right. You know, I tell you, Kevin, the fish that we end up keeping uh, and I play for them, even in midsummer, those fish, a lot of them, they got, they're full of small young perch or minnows. And so it, the nice thing about fishing a minnow versus a leech or a crawler is it keeps some of those pesky perch and maybe sunfish and bluegills off your line. And, and um, you know, I just, I'm one of those guys that, like, I guess I'm old school, but it seems to work pretty good most, <laughs> most of the time. Well, and, and I like uh, Jig and Minnow, too, and I talk to a lot of people. They really do like that. Some people prefer a few other presentations, but Jig and Minnow is just a, a fairly easy way to fish, and it's, it just seems to me to be a more fun way to fish. I, I agree, and, and, you know, I always have crawlers and leeches in the in the boat, because sometimes they, they might prefer a leech or a piece of crawler over a, a, a minnow. Not always, but sometimes they do. So you want to make sure you've got, you know, that your bases are covered just in case that's the, the preference, but... You know, like I know on guide trips, when I get, you know, you get three three people in the boat with you and, and whatnot, if, you, if I have that many at one time, you know, running my bait rigs, you know, unless the wind is just right and you can drift a little bit, boy, you start getting, you know, people's lines getting tangled up, you know, live bait rigging. But with jig fishing, a lot of times what we'll do, Kev, we'll, we'll kind of use the wind or the trolling motor to work along a particular brake line or a bar or a hop and then, if somebody catches one, I just put my front trolling motor on anchor mode, and it holds us right there on the spot. And then we just fan cast the area, and a lot of times, you know, those walleyes, most of the time, school up, so you catch one. A lot of times, you'll catch three or four, like yesterday, we were on this spot. We stayed on that spot for two and a half hours, and we're consistently, you know, catching walleyes. So, uh, you know, that's a, a good option to have, and it... Um, it makes it a little easier on everybody fishing in the boat, and you don't get lines all tangled up all the time. <laughs> Dick Beersley is my guest today. we got a lot more fishing talk to come. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Getting ready for the weekend with our good friend Dick Beardsley of Dick Beardsley's Guide Service. Thinking about Lake Bemidji, thinking about this tournament. Yesterday we were at 85. Looks like today we could hit 90. Uh, that yeah, Tomorrow it's going to be 84. So that water is going to continue to warm up. And what wrinkle might that throw into a tournament? Um, in my opinion, Kev, right now, since you know we're just in the very early, not even officially summer yet, I think it's only going to trigger those fish to to, uh, to bite even better. I really do. I think, and I think those those bigger fish, all those females now, they're all recovered from spawning, and, and like I said earlier, a lot of those fish now are starting to move out to their summer haunts, 
So, you know, you can, uh, if I was out there fishing Lake Bemidji tomorrow, um, I'd probably start fairly shallow, 8 to 12 feet. And if I'm not producing anything at that depth, I'd start working out to those deeper break lines. And then some of those mid-lake humps and bars and things like that, those fish are starting to move out to those areas. And with this warmer weather and the water temperature warming up, they'll continue to move out to those summer haunts and, and then they'll be uh, a little easier to pinpoint. So I think it could, I think it's going to, there might be some record weights coming uh, in, uh, in on the, the Nature Columbus walleye tournament on Bemidji this year. It should be interesting to see. It's, it's going to be very exciting to watch. I, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Well, you, uh, you, you mentioned you were on uh, Grand Rapids area yesterday. Today you're a little bit north of town and uh, checking out uh, uh, one of our better panfish lakes. Yeah, we're on uh, we're, we're on promotion. We're taking a little bit of a of a party break right now, but yeah, we're on promotion. Gosh, it's just a neat little lake, you know, tucked in the woods. And and today they're, they're talking winds fifteen to twenty five, and but it's you know it's kind of a narrower lake, and, and the lake has got some really nice bluegills in it. It's got some nice crappies. Now there is a a five a five uh, fish limit on bluegills, and it's really helped the size of it, cutting down on some of those numbers and. And a lot of those bluegills and crappies lately, Kim, in the last few days, we're finding them up in the rushes and in those shoreline areas, and, and we're catching a lot of big bluegills up there. They're on the beds and whatnot. So I just want to remind the folks, too, that you get those big old males that got the big humps on their nose and whatnot. You know, they're fun to catch, but, you know, put those fish back. They're the ones that are protecting the nests and whatnot, and, and we need all those uh, those bigger those bigger bluegills will keep producing bigger bluegills if we can keep them, you know, in the lake. So catch them, take a picture maybe, let them go, and then keep some of those eight, nine-inchers for eating. Uh, they're better eating anyhow. So And then the bass fishing is really starting to heat up too now, Ken. So I'll tell you what, anybody that's coming to the Bemidji area right now for this upcoming month, you're hitting it at a great time. You know, we've talked a little bit in the past, you know, what are your – clients looking for and more often than not you told me they're they're just looking to catch fish and and so when when everything's biting that that certainly gives you options if say the walleye decide they want to take a nap some afternoon oh absolutely kevin so many of our lakes have uh you know have a variety of fish in them you know where you can if the, the walleye bites a little bit slow you can go bass fishing or whatever and i had uh, a couple of kids the other day out on you know the let's take a kid fishing day in Bemidji. And um, we were on a little lake, and, and you know, he was thinking out of the box that didn't count. So it was cloudy and a little bit breezy early in the morning, so I thought, well, let's fish walleyes and see if we can get the boys to take home a few fish for their mom and dad. And, and the area I was working, we just were just producing them, so I thought, well, let's go fish for some bass, get the boys some action. And so we're in, and boys are catching some nice big bass and stuff, and all of a sudden, I catch a nice walleye on a, on a jig and a... And a kind of a natural colored plastic worm about oh, about a four inch plastic worm and then i cut another one and another one so i switched i switched over to a jig and a minnow and i put the boys in a jig and minnow and and the boys went home with the, their limited real nice walleye so that's the thing sometimes you gotta think out of the box if the walleyes aren't going maybe the bass will go if the bass aren't going who knows like the other day with the kids maybe the walleyes will go and and at some point you know, if the fishing's slow, you can always find some bluegills uh, somewhere on most of the lake. So, you know, don't get stuck into one particular species. If you're looking for action, be willing to uh, fish for other things also. 
This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Wrapping up with Dick Beardsley at Dick Beardsley's Guide Service. You were part of uh, Take a Kid Fishing. Is this your first year with Take a Kid Fishing? No, it was my second year, and uh, I had one of the kids I had last year. His name was Will Lean uh, from Black Duck. Great little kid. He's 11 now, and I had him again this year. And then uh, another young boy named Michael, and and, um, and Will last year, he was such a, so helpful in the boat with me, and, and he has such a passion for the outdoors. So I nominated him for being picked as getting a, a lifetime Minnesota fishing license, and I'll be darned if he didn't win it last year. And so he was out in the boat this year again, and he was just like last year. You know, if somebody get a fish on, he'd get the net out, and he'd help Michael, you know, cast. And great event, and I, I look forward to it every year being part of it. It is it is a wonderful event, and it's interesting because I you know I've been covering it for a lot of years, right? And every time I go, you know, there's a lot you know there's some there's some guides that have been there you know for 33 years even before I started covering it, right? And then new guys like you get in, but then they don't leave once they're in. They 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 get the fever. They want to be part of it. It's just a it's a wonderful experience. And they do such a great job putting this on, and and it's a lot of you know, they have a big fish fry at the Lake Bemidji State Park for all the kids and all the guys and all the families. And, and uh, it, you know, they're the future of the sport. If we don't get young kids out there, you know, and there's been a, a steady decline in young anglers. So, um, you know, with the video games and all these iPhones and all this kind of stuff, to get these kids out there and, and get them on a few fish, and they don't, they don't care what they catch. They just want something tugging on their rod. And, boy, you see the, the smiles on their faces and, and a lot of these kids are going to be hooked on fishing for the rest of their lives, and, and that's what it's all about is getting these young kids out there and having a good time out there on the water. I was talking to a guy a couple of years ago, and I can't remember his name, but he uh, heads up a, a, a national organization trying to get that next generation to engage with the outdoors, whether it be fishing or hunting. And he said rather than, you know, you know don't bring your phone, don't do this, embrace it because if they can get out there you know get a, a wild turkey or get a big fish and they can you know post it and share it all of a sudden that that you know that means something to those kids and and you can actually use social media to maybe get them involved in fishing more uh if, if you embrace it oh absolutely kevin you know like when i have kids out in the boat let them know you know even the young ones they all have a some kind of an iphone or whatever they're called those you know and they can and they're all you know, they can post against friends. and But the nice thing is, when they're out there, they're using the phone in a good way. They're not out there playing video games, but they're taking pictures of the fish they catch. Sometimes they'll, they'll even, if somebody gets a big fish on, they'll fight it, they'll, they'll record it, you know, so they have a video of it. So, you know, you can definitely use it to their advantage, and uh, they have lifetime memories, and they can show all their buddies what they've been catching. All right. Well, as we get ready for a weekend of fishing, I mean, not everybody's doing the uh, the, the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. There's going to be a lot of people just looking out to, to get out on some bites. Any particular lakes do you think that are particularly good, or do you think just everything's going right now? Pretty much, Kev, I'll be honest with you. Most of the lakes are turning fish. I'd advise a lot of folks for Saturday to probably stay up a lake for Beachy if you want to go walleye fishing. There's going to be a hundred boats out there, and, and it gets uh, you know a lot of guys on all the spots or a lot of the spots anyhow. So at least for Saturday, I'd probably go to another lake. 
tell you what, Grace Lake is kicking out some walleyes and some really nice bass and some bluegills on there. And, and Turtle Lake and Turtle River Lake, they're kicking out bass and crappies and some walleyes too. Lake Plantagenet, some big perch are going on there and, and some walleyes too. So we got plenty of options. Anybody that's coming out this weekend, you're, the weather's going to be good. You're, you're hitting it at a great time. I think you won't have any problem. Whatever lake you're on, you should be able to catch some fish. All right, and uh, and again, if you, if you gave them the, the advice, you'd say jig and minnow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got about twenty rods in my boat, and they're all they're all hooked up. Uh, I got three hooked up with live bait rigs. All the others got jigs on them, Kel. So, um, but again, sometimes I have to think out of the box a little bit too. But I'll tell you what, it's it's hard to go wrong with a jig and a minnow and. And you're jigging a leech or jigging a crawler, you'll—I uh, promise you—you'll catch a lot of fish if you uh, if you go that easy uh, easy route. Our very good friend Dick Beardsley from Dick Beardsley Guide Service giving us some uh, information and some advice for fishing this weekend. Hey, Dick, if people want to use your services, uh, how can they get something lined up? You betcha, Kev. You can give me a call at two one eight five five six seven one seven two, or if you'd like more information, you can go to my uh, my website is. Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide dot com. Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide dot com. You betcha, Kelvin. Hey, Dick. As always, thanks for taking time with us today. We appreciate it. Oh, uh, thanks, Kelvin. Everybody have a great weekend. Catch lots of fish and remember to practice selective harvesting. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Kelvin. Fish out, Bob Barn, yeah, country, country.